Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Spoiler Force Podcast. You can find all episodes on any podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and watch episodes on YouTube. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and make sure to follow Spoiler Force on all social media platforms at Spoiler Force Podcast. This is Mark Witten. This is Adam MacArthur. This is Ann Yatko. This is Molly Chung. Hey everybody, this is Michael Yurchak. This is Daquan Wilshire. This is Lexi Nieto. This is Rico Fajardo, and you're watching. And you're listening to Spoiler Force Podcast. Set your heart ablaze. All right, so this is episode 153 of Spoiler Force Podcast. My name is Ricky, and thank you for tuning in. This week's guest, I have my cousin Michael, Art by Cookie, on the podcast again. We are talking about The Witch from Mercury Season 1, or uh, the the new Gundam series that came out last season. Uh, season 1 already ended, so if you have not watched it yet, please go watch it on Crunchyroll. Uh, it is completed in, uh, in sub, but then the dub just dropped recently too, so I don't know how far they are at on the dub. Uh, I did speak with Natalie Van Sistine, who voices a. I, I don't know if I ever if I'm saying her name correctly. It's it's a, uh, it's Mirione, right? Or, uh, it's in Miorine. Miorine, okay. I see, yeah. I, I I was saying it wrong that whole episode. I was talking with her. I went back and listened to it. I'm like, shit. I'm gonna get chewed out <laughs> for saying her name wrong. But Big yeah, fan. so no. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Natalie voices her. Um, but yeah, so anyone who has not watched it yet, go watch it because me and Michael are going to just go right into it. Please. Spoilers and everything. Uh, I know Michael's been waiting to talk about this series since it uh, started. Like, I think, what was it after like the first couple episodes and then you went into that rabbit hole, right? Uh, yeah, well, not really. Cause, um, <clears throat> so I watched the prologue. Just to, won't go into too much on what we're going to talk about. Watch the prologue. Uh, and then, like, I was like, wow, that was, like, a crazy start to, like, a series. And then, episode, you know, it was, like, I think, like, a, a couple weeks before, and then episode one came out. And then I was more in awe of, like, like, I was completely absent, mostly absent-minded of the, of the prologue because the, um, we'll talk a little bit more about it later, but the, the animation and the sound and just the way episode one played out, it, it, like it literally gave me chills and uh i it, it, it had me hooked um, you usually you don't like you're not hooked on the anime like that so to have like a series like this hook you it says a lot too <laughs> well because like you know, like gundam and maybe i'm coming from like preconceived notion of like the last gundam series that i like really watched was gundam double o and that one was like oh you, you still haven't watched that one yet, right? It's on my playlist, but I have not watched it. I, I, I caught bits and pieces. I know, like, Bobby and Lynn, are my roommates, they they watch it from time to time. Like, whenever they just leave it on. So when, whenever yeah. they're, like, cooking or cleaning, they, they leave something like that on in the background. But uh, I, I have watched bits and, pe- bits and pieces of it, but I have, I have yet to make time to watch it through. So well, It's only when you fully delve in and, like, invest in the characters and invest in the world that they built that you see how, like how drastic it 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 shifts and that shift is like it's crazy but it's such it's such good story writing um and you get so invested in characters so it it, it kind of holds a special place in my heart so maybe i'm again maybe i'm coming with preconceived notions that i like and a fan of the series so i you know i i am slightly impartial to that but nonetheless it's 
if you if if, if you're here and you haven't watched it, go watch it. Like, please. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could just start off with the prologue, right? Because that's how yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the series started. Because I didn't even know that I I re I remember seeing the promotion for this, like um, just like on Facebook or on Instagram, like they'll show like you know this is the first uh female led series. You know, Gundam hasn't there hasn't been a Gundam series in a while. It is different for a series like Gundam to have a female-led character, like I said, with the edgelord male characters usually being the lead. You know, Hero is a big example of that. Um, like but Saleta, yeah, but Saleta is a, a very different character, right? So, like, in the prologue, you know, we get to see how the story just, like, takes off. And, and you know, we... I, I didn't watch the prologue until after you watched it. And you kept telling me to watch it because before this, the season one... Um, before episode one drops, and I think it was on YouTube, right? It released on YouTube first, yeah, mm -hmm. and then and then it uh, released on Crunchyroll. So, uh, watching the prologue for me, my first uh, impression of it, it, it took a while to kind of like wrap my my mind around it because you know with Gundam they always start out like the the mechanic lingo and like all the the politics and stuff like that. So like all that's a lot to take in for like just a prologue, you know, trying to they're they're when they're world building, it's a lot of information, a lot of like. You know who's the villain who's the good guys you know who's the mercury people who's the earth people lots of different uh groups and and names and stuff like that so for me like yeah it's like when when, the, when that gets thrown out like that for me like for me personally i lose interest right away because like there's too many there's too many names i can't i can't remember that so um but man that that prologue though just the way how it it ended is what made me like wow this man. is this is different you know because like it started off really like familial very like positive like we're using gundams to to help heal and build the you know the, the galaxy or something like that you know then you have like the military folks like no they're gonna end up using that against us we better wep like take it and weaponize it you know so you know michael watching that on your first like i guess if from what you remember watching you know what was going through your mind as that prologue was playing out i can give you the whole like play by play because it's just like <laughs> it, it that's how how good it was because you start with like it starts you off in tension because it, it's showing um um what's her uh Saleta's mom or Aries' mom um Elnora she's in the pilot and then uh, it, it, she's piloting Gundam and she's doing some you don't know what's going on she's piloting Gundam it, it seems really intense <clears throat> she's trying to do something um but you know it gets stopped and then uh um the uh uh, granny is what uh, uh, Ari calls her, but she stops Elnora, and then as soon as Ari comes out, it's just like the whole mood changes. It shifts to like a happy scene. It's like really lighthearted, and then it just goes like it a complete nosedive. Uh, once like uh, their the colony gets attacked. And then, like, the thing that got me is they were showing, like, they were killing people the first episode, man. Yeah. Oh, the, the like that, that one dude that gets headshot, right? I think he was, like, carrying the boxes or something. Or, like... The, they're, they're carrying the box. And the the part that struck me is uh, there, there was the, the, the lesbian couple. Um, uh, she... One of them sees what's going on through the smoke. And she turns and grabs the pilot, Wendy. And it just says run and grabs her and pushes her off. And as soon as that happened, Wendy sees her get like shot in the head. 
And right, like, yeah, right, 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 okay. That's brutal, man. Like, yeah. Uh, and then just everything that it's it keeps ramping up and ramping up, and then, um, all the way. Like, up see, and until... then, like, when they fight in space and stuff like that, the Gundams and all that. Oh yeah. my god! Like, it's, I don't. It's... You might have to like correct my term, like my terminology, because I I don't recall most of the names or the groups or whatever. But I do remember seeing the the, the military group. They they're good. Their Gundams or their their weapons had like EMP abilities and like they were like knocking out the other folks out the sky and shit or out out in like space and stuff and like that. And uh, you know, this that's when like Ari's dad was you know taking over and fighting back, trying to get his wife and Ari out so that they can leave. But then, like, yeah. I think at that time, though, Aerie was in Ariel before, like, you know, trying to figure out how to use it. Yeah. Or she was she was just trying to, like, um, like, couldn't, like, talk to, she just wanted to talk to, because they do a good job in, like, making, uh, Lifrith, um, the Gundam that was there, uh, seem like a person. So Aerie is kind of, like, talking to the Gundam, like, it's a sibling or something like that. Um, and then the, you know, granny tells her to, uh, you know, why don't you try talking to it, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it, it the, the, the gravity that you feel, like, from the last quarter of the, the prologue is just, like, on your, on the edge of your seat the whole time, so. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think for me, like, watching that that prologue man like it, it was been seeing her dad die like Aries' dad die yeah. that, that's where like that that was like insane to see because you know like he again like their their mobile suits are are not meant for battle so right, seeing right. them trying to fight off the military mobile suits and like you know them getting like again emp'd and everything everything and then like uh even even uh Aries' mom you know she was trying to like get in the fight and he tells her, like no go like take her and go yeah. because that's that's when but I do believe, like, that's when you see... Because once once Aerie activated what's now Ariel, that's when, like, you kind of see, like, a glimpse of that of that battle or, like, what the Gundarm is, what it could yeah. potentially do. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, like, you know, you see, like, the bits flying out and stuff like that. And, like, you know, it, it gives you a good tease of how potentially strong this, this Gundam is compared to the other mobile suits. And then... It's, um, it's yeah, very true to for- form, though, because whenever... I mean, it's it, it, most Gundam, uh, or at least the one that I've seen. <coughs> disclaimer: I, I haven't watched any of the uh, of UC. I'm, I mainly watch uh, just the you know the alternate universes. But you know, think about it: uh, Gundam Wing, Gundam Double O. It's like as soon as the Gundam, the first time you see the Gundam, it has to be like badass. It has to be like you know at least like ten levels you know above the competition so it's, it's very true to form there um i i know a lot of people were kind of like really cause, okay so the 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 gun bits uh or the funnels those usually don't come out until like at least the second half of the series but they 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 kind of showed it this early and a lot of people were like really this early <laughs> <laughs> but um but it, it it plays in the plot very well because it's you know um, I believe it's going to be a big plot device. 
Yeah, I, I was looking into that. We'll talk about that once we start theorizing. Uh, if you see me looking off to the side, that's because like I'm pulling up Gundam information right now just to see if I can get the names of these characters and stuff like that. Like I said, like I I love I like this series, but I wasn't inv as invested to know all their names. I I just know like a few of the main characters, Ariel and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, man, like just to wrap up this prologue talk, um, the ending is like I said, the ending was was really sad. Like seeing that it was her dad's birthday. And then, like you see, like Ari, it was, it was, it was, was it Ari's birthday? birthday? Yeah, it was Ari's. It was birthday. Ari's birthday. Okay, so it was Ari's birthday. But like you know, what, what was crazy because like you see Ari piloting the, the the Gundam and thinking it's like a game because she's like pressing the buttons and like she's was it was she communicating with it? I think that's what it was. And we're we're still to find out how exactly, you know that that that's one card they're keeping from us right now it's just like okay. how exactly the gun format works and how it you know intertwines with um you know the the pilot because she wasn't affected by the gundam the gundam uh ai because usually everyone else they they suffer some sort of like physical or mental backlash but yeah, when airy piloted the gundam she was like fine and then you know that's why she was able to pilot the, uh, the gundam and then you know, she's taking off with her mom and, like, singing happy birthday, thinking, like, she's blowing out candles, you know? Like, well, really, she's killing people. So, like, it, it's yeah. it's insane just to see that. And then, like like I said, when she was, like, singing happy birthday, thinking that it was all, like, fun, but then mm -hmm. not realizing that they're on the run now from the, from the military. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of just, like, ended off at that. And I thought that was pretty dark just to end off a prologue. But, yeah, no, it, it, it leaves you, like, like, my jaw was dropped, like, what? the hell did i just watch <laughs> well, now that we got through the prologue here um you know anyone else who's who's watching or listening if you want to give your thoughts please comment below as well um but you know as as the series picks up uh we kind of just it's kind of like just a time skip at this point you know and now we have a teenaged uh suleta and then her mom also changed her name to prospera so like they, they kind of changed our identities to to fit in into the school that Saleta is, and this is where we meet like all the kids and like all the the other um, politicians and, and who their families are and the groups are. And so, you know, Saleta gave me a really bad first impression. Like, I cannot stand her. I like I like her look, but I could not stand her. I mean, the actress did great playing her, mm -hmm. but just her character writing was so freaking terrible. She's like Kobani times ten, dude. Like, like just. You know, you seen that Adam Sandler meme? He's like, t -t -t today, Junior is like, you know, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> so like she keeps stuttering and she never like talks and, and she's always like, I get the whole like uh, social anxiety or like insecurity thing, but it, it just got so overplayed throughout this whole first season and like just seeing her trying to fit in and then like seeing how the kids were already like weary of her because she's from Mercury and then. You know, she's already being questioned about her Gundam, and you know the mobile suits are are not really meant to, I guess, fight the way how hers is. But then, like that's when, like, what is it, the first or second episode where, right away, she gets into like the the sparring match or like the battle contest or oh, whatever. That was, that was episode one. Yeah, so like right away she she gets into like a fight. So, you know, uh, what what were your thoughts on just this first pilot episode? Oh man, um. <clears throat> Oh, pardon me. Um, 
I was the same. I, 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 I briefly mentioned it earlier. It's just like the tone of it is so different that you kind of like you kind of dis- disassociate what happened in the prologue here because it's just like it seems like a fresh start. There's no there's no callback. There's no like reference to the prologue. It's just so you're kind of just like so. What was the prologue for? You know. <clears throat> um, but you get there, and then yeah, of course, it's just you see, it it it's a bit like uncomfortable. It's it's like, <laughs> um, I'll get like the the only way I can relate to it is just like when, uh, like you know, I, I've recently been doing um, uh, conventions and selling art, but there's some people, and, and nothing against them, some people just don't have the social skills. But you have to stand there and talk to them because they're at your table and you can't tell them to leave. And I don't want them to leave. It's just like, I don't want to make this uncomfortable for you and not, like or anything like that. But it's just like, it's I don't gonna know how make to it talk uncomfortable to you. for me. <laughs> yeah, or it's not that. It's just, I don't know how to talk to you right now. I don't want to make it yeah. awkward. <laughs> but um, it's kind of like that. That That's that's Saleta's level of like, um, of like social anxiety. Uh, and it, it's naturally just kind of like a bit uncomfortable. <clears throat> But I do like how, um, despite that, you see her kind of, like, take action. Uh, yeah. The first thing you see her do is take action, and she, quote-unquote, saves Mjorne from uh, floating in space. Um, one by which I <clears throat> I, I really like Mjorne's, uh She's the kind of the tsundere, <laughs> just a, a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So <clears throat> that and her, her voice actor, uh, Lynn amazing job uh like anytime she goes like ha it's like to me it's 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 like music to my ears (laughs) anyways uh so going into everything uh you see them play out a little more but then as soon as they get into the battle and you see before that Soleta kind of standing up again to uh guel um who is at this point a complete like a-hole he's a complete like dick um but you see them fight and then yeah, he's pretty much like the frat of the of the school yeah the frat boy of the school yeah but they they do this like teasing thing because you know the first time you see them you think it's Soleta b- behind there but it's actually you know Mjorne she mm-hmm. she uh hijacks Ariel and then you see Soleta comes and she takes it <clears throat> uh back my goodness the freaking like the first battle Man, I still get chills thinking about it because, like, um, just seeing her activate the uh, the gun format uh, sh- to shoot off the gun uh, gun bits, um, and <clears throat> the way they timed. Sorry, I'm I'm geeking out right now. <laughs> Go ahead, keep talk about it. Talk about it because you'll do a better job explaining it than me. <laughs> no, but the the way they like timed the score uh, to match the the animation so well. Not to mention the freaking animations. It's it's like it's you know two D mix. It's it's none of that 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 the three D stuff. It might be three D, but like it's it's like in it's the blended 2D very style. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like how Demon Slayer. They actually use a lot of three D in theirs to get some of their angles, because uh, it's just you know it's improved the workflow process. But it's not like it's not like a uh, B stars or 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 Trigon. Um, right, right. And it was obviously that, but 
back to you know the music uh you know Soleta blocks a shot and man that the sound when the when the beam hits the shield that like the the ricochet sound it's so like <laughs> it's so like crisp and so good um but then to top it all off as soon as the smoke clears and you see that like uh ariel is unscathed you hear the 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 solo singer come in with uh, the singing and it's just like it gives me freaking chills man it's so good and then to see and then the slight man uh, i need to stop <laughs> but then the slight pause um right before the the funnels shoot <clears throat> the gun bits shoot um it's just per perfectly timed they timed they you can tell that they worked with the music to uh time that 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 whole sequence it's it's a work of art and i see all the work that went into it and beautifully done amazingly done so yeah just just like to to kind of just take it back off that the music is freaking insane like you sent me that youtube video with the with the choir or like the orchestra yeah. playing it yeah mm -hmm. man like it, that that fantasy battle like type of feel like or theme that that they have for this show it, it's insanely like well written well composed mm -hmm. um but yeah man just like just just seeing how you know that then that's just only the first episode we're not like we're not breaking down every episode we're just talking about the prologue and like how it just trans or how it progresses to this first episode but mm -hmm. it, it's insane to see like how the shifts change like that the storytelling change it went from like really dark in the beginning to like this my hero academia-esque feel you know so that's why like yeah, it's just like it's the high it's like high school and again not not a lot of people liked it for that um just because it's like it's, it's too like tropey with like not most like high school anime type stuff yeah you know? it, it was it was literally a slice of life in outer space with robots and so, <laughs> but i i i just you know i, I wanted to just, just like talk about like how just how the, sh the show how the they made you know they, they still made impactful moments in in, in witch of mercury but like it's still they still kept the youth aspect because as viewers were reviewing we're viewing this in the eyes of like these kids who don't know like the the behind the scenes or like the the politics or the war or like you know they're all just going to school learning how to use mobile suits or like how to build things and stuff like that you know so there's like different factions or different houses that they have in the school mm -hmm. here and then like i said with Siletta, like she's the odd one out so she's trying to fit in and wherever she can because she's this i think i believe this is like her first time going to like an actual school where there's mm -hmm. people that she can converse with and so that's why she's like so awkward but then seeing how her and uh Mjorne, like first meet and then like Mjorne proposes to her right away just like, like whoa like the, the, where is this coming from and then even like guel tries to get in get in on the action too like he proposes to soleta too yeah. at one point you know so it, it, it's it's crazy to see like how soleta went from literally being a nobody to now everyone's eyes are on her because yeah, of her gundam like, mm -hmm. so pretty much you know, but as the show progresses, you still you learn like about the other characters. Like like Shadik is one that I liked. Like the, mm -hmm. the actor for him did very well. But Amazing. like him, uh, you learn about Nika. Uh, I have their names. Some of their names. Elon. Like, uh, I can't pronounce Man. it. The girl, with, the girl with the poofy hair. How do you say her name? Oh, uh, Choo Choo. Choo Choo. Yeah, her. And then like. Dude, uh, she's so badass, man. I love her. Yeah, you know, I, I like I like her voice <laughs> actress, man. Her voice actress did yeah. really well. 
Like you and just then, learn about these these other characters, like all the the, the Mercury folks and then the Earth folks, and then you know, like like typical Gundam, there there's politics between folks who are outer space and folks who are on Earth. Well, you know, there's in. In most Gundams, it's usually it usually is like the government. It's like different, mm-hmm. you know. It's like the uh, Middle East. It's the um, you know uh, UK, uh, America. It's usually these countries that are at war with each other. But in this case, it's it, it's not traditional in that sense because it's like it's well, it's these companies that run the world. And it's yeah. these these houses, this grassly, uh, pale, uh, um, and uh, Jeturk and um, uh, is like Mjolnir's family too, right? Mjolnir's, yeah, and she, he's the one that leads it, I believe. Was, um, was it Delling? Is is he Delling or is, is it another character? Uh, yeah, De- Delling Rembrandt. Yeah. Okay, so you know, it just kind of like add on to that. It's kind of like modern day, you know, with all the. Big pharma and like Elon no, it's Musk. Cra- it's, it's crazy. When you it's very that, similar like, to that. That's why I like this show though, because it's very yeah. similar to today's world. Once you, you know, draw, like where... once you draw the parallels, you're like, this is this isn't too far fetched. Yeah, it's very similar to how today's world is with all the big companies buying each other out, and then like you realize like like Pepsi and Hershey's and all that shit. They're all like different dude, companies, we... but they're all under the same umbrella. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like what is it? Uh, like General Mills. Like holy crap, they own so much. Um, like I, I went through, I went, a, I went into a rabbit hole of that, just like seeing who owns what, and I'm just like, yeah, god damn, bro. Like, no wonder people, like, no wonder there's companies like, like, uh, increasing prices on certain things but dropping prices on another because it kind of evens out anyway because it makes you go buy the other product since it's cheaper. Yeah, and, like at the end, like the big company gets paid anyway. So, like- uh, oh, to to come back to the the Gundam the Gundam topic, but uh, it, it's. You see how like the the story cha- changes, right? Because you see how Mirane she doesn't want to follow her father's footsteps. She doesn't want to be a part of the whole like politics scene. Um, Suleta is just trying to go to school and be a student or be a pilot. You she's know, just and, to, she's just trying to get down her uh, her list of uh, yeah things she wants to do in in school. It's kind of like a uh, Captain America, right? Where he had his list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like pretty much. <laughs> but like you know, because she's going to school for her, you know, what she thinks is for her mom. So, um, you know, as the show goes on, you just you kind of see how the the students all like mingle together, how they all get to different houses, what their purposes are. Like I believe Saleta got into the Earth House, and then they're trying to like build uh, products to improve mobile suits or like to help save people like medically. Yeah, or something they, like that. They they, they want to bring um, they want to bring Gundam back to its roots, a Gundam, it you know back to being you know it's supposed to help people. It's supposed to yeah uh, have a medical application, not a military application. <clears throat> so they you know we're gonna use all the funds to research and to develop that, and to show that it's it's still useful. It's not just meant for like killing the pilots, right. So, but see, like that's the thing too, though, because like because they're doing that, that's where like it, you kind of see like the other students, like Shadik in their in their house, or like uh, who's the guy that Tanjiro voices, um, Ilan. Uh, you know, like uh, yeah. you, you see them, like they're intervening, trying to get Suleta to to join their side. Like, hey, you know, like we can help you, and we got the funds, and like, we just need you and your Gundam on our side. Because again, Suleta is a, is is the key here. Like her or Ariel is the key, Ariel, because of yeah. the whole format of of 
the Gundam system and the AI. Like it's because it's different. And this is because I I can't say much on it yet because I have not read the manga yet. But even in the anime, they have not explained like exactly what Ariel is. There, and that, that that's one of the things that I I love about it is because there's there's not being a non manga reader. There's no one to freaking ruin it for me because there's no manga. There's no there's oh, there no isn't material for this. That's that's why I love it because it's just like. Oh, like I thought you, there was a manga this whole time. No, 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 no. <clears throat> okay. So, um, uh, th- th- that's what like, I guarantee you, if there was, I would have, I, I, I would have read. It. <laughs> you, you would actually that, go read a manga. This would have been the one that that made me get into it. Um, yeah. But, but uh, you know, cause cause Ariel, there's again, there's no no one knows, or even the viewers, like we don't know what the exact like meaning for Ariel is. All we know is that she, the way how Soleta uses it is like the next evolution, or like the next step to the mobile suits or the Gundams. And so that's why like the military is trying to get their hands on it. That's why like the medic, uh, but then you see Soleta and their house are trying to use that as a, as a medical application. And then like a lot of the adults in this show, like very much anime fashion, like the adults come in and start putting in their theories or, or they're putting in their ideas and like, hey, we need to start doing this. Because you know, this and this this is where I this is the point of the show where I like where you see that man like that it's like it's Attack on Titan was like the best parallel I can do with it because like they make you they make it seem like man like these kids are gonna be like successful they're all gonna work, you know teamwork makes the dream work type deal and then like you just Power see like the, the, yeah you just you just see the dark side of like of of the show where and everyone's just like grimy to each other they're all trying to like undercut each other the companies are like with each other and then you see prospera like you know you we don't even know like her motive we know her motive is revenge but we don't know to some degree how, yeah. how she's gonna know, do it you know we don't know to what to what nth degree she, like she is exacting that revenge but she's on some kind of crusade to like get revenge off what happened <clears throat> but uh um if i could yeah if i could backtrack a little bit because but uh, episode episode six um was that the Elon episode? Yes. Yes. Okay. This, I was gonna bring that up. This that is up. when you realize, oh yeah, the prologue was a thing. This mm-hmm. this shit is gonna get dark, um, and it, it the episode boots off with that because it shows a, uh, 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 Bell, uh, talking with Prospera, and then again you put some you put some you put two and two together, uh bell who looks older than prospera calls her senpai mm-hmm. um and it's kind of like wait 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 a minute and then she she drops some numbers she's like uh, i forgot how, how many years uh, was, she said. i actually read this uh this recap she she mentions like something about like you know you don't want to have this 21 year old and then she gets cut off yeah and then but then you put two and two together it's just like okay so let us 17 Harry yep. was four. Some maths don't really work out right now. So, one thing I love about the show is they are constantly like leaving. They're constantly misleading you, but they're also leaving breadcrumbs. If you're if you if you're invested enough, you'll pick up on these things, and um, you start to like lose trust in what the show wants you to believe, and start to wonder what is the show hiding from you. <clears throat> that 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 sense of mystery is also what man i'm telling you one <laughs> one day 
it, it was right after I watched episode six, that day that it released. It's uh, a conspiracy. It's a cons- everything's a conspiracy. It, it, it is, man. I. It was like one thirty in the morning. I was about to go to sleep, and I was like, "Okay, well, let me let me check uh, something." So I started looking into it. Next, you know, it's like five five thirty in the morning. I, that's how long of, I went down the rabbit hole, like of just like trying to like piece some things together. Um, because yeah, as it turns out, like uh, you know, Elon is. Uh, not really a clone, but he's a like a surrogate. Like he, but it's not him though. It's not the real it's body. Not, yeah, it's not the real body. It's just the face, um, that you know was implanted or something like that. And then you see him, <clears throat> kind of like having, you know, after their battle, Suleta kind of like, you know, gets through to his heart. And he then... he, but he battled Suleta so he he could because he wanted to take Ariel from her, right? That's yeah, why they he battled. Because he was he was. Pretty much salty because he was a, he was a, a witch. He was a, a Gundam user, um, but he was being affected by the data storm, is what they call it, like the mm-hmm. um, the program, the uh, or the Gundam uh, program, right? No, it's it's the, the side effect. Oh, okay, that, okay. That, that's what it's called, data storm. So um, he gets affected by it a lot, and he's like, "Why is she not affected by it? Like, this is what kind of draws his interest and in, into her." And then he pilots Ariel, and he's like, you know. If I win, I get to keep Ariel pretty much. Um, so that's what he was doing because he pretty much he really had no purpose. He was just he did what he was told, and he didn't like being, you know, uh, under the data storm of the Gundam. So um, yeah, and then episode ends and happy birthday, bro! Takes another takes another life, man, dude. That like. Like I said, like, I, it took me a while to kind of, like, appreciate this show. It was, like, that episode made me, like, I, I texted you right away. I was like, yo, like, what the fuck ha- just happened? Was... Because, <laughs> because, because, like, the, like when, when that happened, I, I wasn't expecting him to, to die. I, I, I was caught off guard by him being, like, the, the surrogate or the clone. But then, like, yeah. when they when they took him out, I was like, yo, what the hell just happened? And then, like, his later on, his real body shows up, too. So, like, yeah. you kind of learn yeah. that, like. They're experimenting with these kids behind the scenes, you know, and they kind of like eventually. I mean, later on, we're going to talk about like our theories on why they do this too. But that that I was not expecting that, and then like no one you know, was even, man. It was like, way out like, of love. And it was again, it was sad because like Soleta, like just like the prologue, she was waiting. She was singing Happy Birthday, and she was waiting for him, and he didn't show man. up. Man, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm going to take a few jabs because I, I was. I, I was the one who was like pressuring you to watch this. Like I was trying to hype you. Like like, dude, you gotta freaking watch it. Like I can't tell you what happens, but like when you finally did, I was like, because man, it uh, I, it literally had me speechless. Like how fast it turned. Um, and it, and it was at that moment that I remembered I was, I'm watching a Gundam series because like yeah. Gundam series usually have a lot of like. A lot of death, a lot of like, um, you know, real twisted darkness. Yeah, it's it, it was just it was crazy seeing that. Be- and, and you know, after that, that's where like you kind of start seeing like the the shift, the tonal shift of the story, because now you see you're seeing like the kids trying to do more adult things, and then like even there's tension between Saleta and her mom because like uh, Saleta doesn't know what to do. You know, for the school, or should she listen to her mom? 
and then like as uh as like i guess you could say like as the war behind the scenes like start starts leaking into the school like that's where it really picks up because now you see like folks like shadiq and, and and his crew like they're working with people behind the scenes and he he has a big play in this show his adoptive father <clears throat> is telling him what to do and he's obeying but he's kind of like getting ready to like at any moment just take it and you know take over the show himself he actually cares for miure a lot mm -hmm. and he actually you know in in their battle sequence he is the one he's having like you know monologue saying like you know saletta is uh, a good girl she never tells any lie but she can't um she can't protect you and and guide you you know through this world so he's kind of like taking it upon himself to like you know i'm gonna step up and you know take the reins and lead her <laughs> and he probably has his own um you know motivation for ambition too but it's uh Cause he, like he, he just wants to pick me why aren't you picking me <laughs> right <laughs> why is it not me why is it why is it her uh, more and more is unfolding of how like twisted you know the world is we're under the umbrella of the school and thinking that it's like all safe and like you said the power of friendship but then the more further we get into the series the more we're like yo this is this is getting dark you know yeah because like even when they were doing like the the team battles and stuff like you see like shadiq and his squad like they were they were tearing saletta and her team apart too yeah and then, like you know and that was a big moment too seeing like saletta fight the, the team on her own like was it like 1v5 or something like that yeah, and then like it was 1v5 yeah yeah and like she soloed she pretty much soloed them until like the end where her teammates like built that gun really quick and like sniped them uh, oh my god Choo -choo like that was that was a good man. scene too um but you know you because you, you kind of see like this is where you kind of see like who the traders are you know because mm -hmm. we learned that even and towards like I, I believe it was around that end of the, the end of that episode or maybe the one after where you see like nika is the one that's like giving them all the the tips all the all the like information that they need on on, on soleta and, and and what they're doing you know and so just like a lot of very grime like it's like very grimy betrayal stuff that's going on um oh then you know there was a part i wanted to talk with you i don't, I, I don't know if you remember this but like do, do you remember that that fortune teller that yes. was like telling soleta something was... That was a part of the big theories. Um, oh, okay. Because before I before you continue, that this is when they were doing like the whole meeting, right, with all the companies. No, this was <clears throat> this was before she fought uh, Elon. Oh, well, remember they were, they were doing this, and they just finally uh, house um, the Earth House finally accepted them in. Cause she, oh, she was, okay. She was kind of hesitant. She was like, you know, Spatians are, you know, all. She's pretty much prejudiced towards patients, which you can kind of understand why that happens. And then Elon invites her on the date. Um, oh yeah, okay, okay. Now, not okay. Now I'm yeah. remembering. Okay, and then she meets the fortune teller. Yeah, but like, which we'll touch upon this. I just wanted to clarify that before we move on. But uh, let's see what else happened before, because I, I don't want to jump into theories. That there's still a few more like moments that I wanted to talk about, like that I really liked, because uh, you, you know, when the Mercs came in towards the end of the show yeah and like you learn that there's other witches out there besides like saletta oh what's her name like she because i think she's gonna be a big play later on too um what's her name i can't the not... uh the earth 
which is the earth witch yeah because she's the one the one that's Leta fights i i, I don't i don't uh, know if they have her on here two of them but let me see that isn't isn't one the one that's voiced by the the girl that you like asami said all right isn't she one? Oh no she's um <clears throat> she's a uh, part of the grassley house okay uh sabina she's she's kind of like the the one who's in the meeting with them when Saleta oh, with like Shadik and all them right yeah okay uh, so she's kind of, I'm guessing she's like second in command but the um you see the earth witches are named Sophie and uh Nor Nore Sophie's the one that she fights the Saleta fights yeah so Sophie's the one who's like kind of like you know she's kind of like Toga from my hero yeah, yeah. She's so like a, a little off the rails and like pretty sadistic. She like doesn't like me. She doesn't do what she's told. She just does what she wants, pretty much. See, and like this is where it wasn't towards the end of the season where I enjoyed or like started like liking the show because yeah, this is where the Attack on Titan stuff started picking up, and like you know after all the politics and stuff, you learned that like you know even uh. Mjolnir's dad is like backing her. You learn about uh, the Jeturks. Like, didn't he get betrayed? Like, uh, Guel's dad, he got betrayed. Yeah, you think he, like, they, they kind of like was, narrate he, that he like he's like the main villain at first. Yeah, they they they're trying to. <clears throat> he was trying to work with with Grassley. He was trying to work with uh with uh Shadik. Mm -hmm. Um, but then because he was saying that like you know okay, uh, launch the attack, but after I leave, so like and like. I think like two hours or something like that. But Shadik launches the attack right away. Yeah. Um. And then, and then we missed the part where uh, um. We we just completely like like glanced over Guel. We'll talk about him later. But uh, how he ended up leaving the school and you know he in somehow ended up in caught in that crossfire. You know, but well, he um, wasn't he on the ship that got taken over by the Mercs though. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, because he because he's not uh, in the school Bob. no more, so he was like, I, I believe he was like working or doing something, yeah. and uh, we don't like, know what it was. His dad told him that like you know, uh, I'm withdrawing you from the school. Uh, I have an another place for you to learn how to lead and run a you know, run a yeah. Company. And he was in outer space when that when all that shit went down. Yeah, like pretty much. I, I guess since we're talking about Guel too, like his his character development is very big too. Because again, he starts off very aggressive, very you know, it's all about me. Like I'm trying to prove prove everyone wrong type of deal. He's got like a big mm -hmm. chip on the shoulder, right? And then uh, he you know, gets, once he gets he humbled, high horse, yep. Yeah, he gets humbled down, and then like even when he's not in the school no more, like he 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 realizes like all the other houses or all the other people in the houses started treating him like shit. And then mm -hmm. Saleta is the only one that's still being nice to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, you know, like to kind of just lead this up towards like the end of the season, like you know, his moment, his big moment was like when he uh, kills his dad by accident. Yeah. You know, like that was I. I have a little, I have small qualms with that, but yeah, he does, and it's. I feel like it was kind of robbed of, of, of the depth of it. But I feel like, yeah, you can't really... There's a lot going on on Red. You can't really, like... Highlight that. too many tragedies yeah. at once, you know? 
Yeah, because like it, like the the last two episodes, there, there there's a lot that went down, like emotionally oh, yeah. too. Because like with all with Saleta, with her and her her and Prospera, Guel having a um, she was having like an identity crisis as well. Yeah. Like uh, and you know where Miorne that whole exchange it was like a lot. <laughs> it's. A lot of people will, will hate it because it's like kind of like Yuri baiting. Um, oh, okay. Uh, but like I, I personally, I don't see it that way. I can see how people would think that way, but I, I just see it as two people who like uh, found, you know, someone that they needed in their life. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a romantic thing. Um, uh, but yeah, they have that exchange and then, you know, <laughs> Murine is being there with it. Oh. See, like this is where I don't like. Like I, this is where Salada still irritates me, though, because like you've been with this squad that helped that helped you for this long, and then like she, all the like these self doubts kick in, and then like she started feeling. Like, I mean, I guess there was some sort of play. I guess Shadik and his squad were playing in on it too. I guess like they're making her feel left out, or wasn't it Alan that mentioned to her? Like, yeah, you know, it was, it was eventually they won't need like, you. Like Salada's gonna be so, or Mirane is gonna be so busy where she's not gonna have time for you, type of deal. Like they were yeah. already like giving her hints on that. So yeah. like, that's why like Saleta was starting to feel kind of left out, and then I mean, uh, I, you know, just I, I, I a lot honest. of high school stuff. <laughs> I, I I get that. I get how people would perceive it that way. But like, I'll be a hundred percent with you, man. I I have been there, and it wasn't even that long ago. So you, you like, it seems childish until you're actually there. Like, I'm getting getting kind of real here. I've been in a situation where. Um, like there, I had, there were people in my life who were telling me a lot of things like to doubt myself. And initially you don't want to believe it. You're like, no, it's not true. But then those seeds of doubt kind of like start taking place in, in areas where they're not supposed to be. Then you start to kind of like see things here and there. And then you just really kind of like, you just kind of like give up. It's like, yeah. I know we're getting kind of deep here, but like you know, it, it sucks. I didn't want to be there, and it's probably why I really love this moment so much, because I can, I can actually relate to that so much. Where, like, no matter what you do, you want to make yourself good. You're trying your best to like do good and to uh, be good enough to be useful. Um, but you know, you get that self doubt, and you like. I mean, you can't help but like face it, you know. Um, so you know, I, I get, I get how some people would think it's childish, but to me, it was no. But I mean, anyway, I, I guess it seems childish because there are they are teenagers. But then you know, mm. the, they exchanged like you said with her Mirane. Like Mirane assured her, like, hey, look, like even though this is going on, like I got your back. Just be there for me when I need you. You know, like who yeah. cares about what other people think or what they say about us like if we have each other's back like we're good like that's it you know like right right when it gets like very romance-esque you know like that's when the ship gets attacked and then this is like it's like like, that was the calm before the storm because yeah not slowed down after that yeah and then like it's just man like i i can't i can't even put it into words like how this how they ended the season man because it's just you, you see you know, Guel go through the thing with his dad, you know, because he's trying, again, he was trying to prove his dad wrong. Like, he's like, he, like I'm a good, I'm a good pilot. I can do this. He's trying to prove himself. 
Yeah, you know, um, it's it just seeing. I, I wish that moment was a little bit like you said. I, I, I wish it was more, but then there was already so much going on at once. Like you can't highlight that either, and so. But yeah. then they made it very straight to the point where like he attacks, he fights off to survive, and then we and then like he, you hear like over the calm, he asks is, is well, are you, are you still alive? Are you okay? And he realizes like that was his dad, his dad was like, that he attacked. Jesus. And then he was like, Dad, eject out of that seat. Let me save you. He's like, I can't. There's, like, It's too late. And then, boom, he just explodes. He pu- pushes him away, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, bro. Like, that Like this. That scene is gonna, That scene made me, like, feel so bad for Guo. And and I cannot wait for season two to see what his mission is well, for I, season two. I have two. to correct you to be politically correct. Technically, it's core two. Season one, core two. All right. Is it core two? I thought it was season two. I thought they announced it. No, I think they announced it as season two. Oh, you, you know what? Maybe they did. It's just it's it's, it, it's it's next month. I know Crunchyroll. Let me, let me look. I just want to make sure because I know Spy Family did did core two, but I think for yeah. Gundam, I think I think okay, it is. I, I think okay, it does say season two. You're right. You're right. Yes. It's just 12, <laughs> 12, 12 episodes for season one. Come on, anime. What are you guys doing? Like, no, but it's. I mean, a lot of shows are getting 12, 13 episodes for a season now. I mean, I would rather have that with high quality animation versus a twenty four episode span with, you know, derpy moments. <laughs> yeah, but like when you, ha- but but then you you get stuff like this where, it's like, um, that felt rushed. Like again. I have, I, I'm going to talk about Guel a little more because I love when characters are written like this, where the, the show intentionally tells you, hey, hate this person. I want you to hate this person, and then I'm going to, like, give them a redemption arc, you know? But a good one, because, like, I'll be honest, episode three, when they, when Saleta and Guel have, Guel have their rematch, um... Like, that's when you really see that, like, maybe he's not that bad of a person, but you still kind of, like, hate his, like, Dude, his There's the, the Bakugo of this show, man. Like, everyone hated Bakugo in the beginning, and I look, look how many people <laughs> like Bakugo now, man. He's pretty much the um, Bakugo of this show. Like, everyone hated Bakugo in My Hero. He bullies Midoriya. He, he's so mean to Midoriya up until, like, the, the most recent episodes. Oh, my gosh, he just sacrifices. He, he, he almost died saving... Saving Midori, like dude, like th- there's a reason why Bakugo is one of the best characters, because because <laughs> some like, people I'm, I'm, will debate I'm, that. <laughs> I'm gonna go on like this this, this tangent here, man, because like a lot of these young fans who watch anime now hate redeem redeemable characters. It's like they don't believe in redemption no more. Because well, they're so prideful in their judgment, they're, they're so prideful in thinking that like you know, oh, that's a that's a bad person. <laughs> no. no, because like my hero is a good example of this, right? Because look at mm-hmm. look at Endeavor. Okay, Endeavor is top two hero. Dude was a shitty father. I, we give him that. We, 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 that's what that's what he is. He's a shitty, shitty, shitty father, right? And as Horikoshi writes him later on in the the manga or in the anime, you start seeing like, man, this guy was just blinded by his jealousy of All Might. He just mm-hmm. wanted to be the best, and because of that he he blindsided his family or he overlooked his family because he wanted to be the best. Like that's how bad pride can be where like, it's good to where you want to be the best, but it's also bad to where you start hurting people, excuse me, unintentionally. And so you see in the show where endeavors, like he starts picking up his pieces and he starts trying to redeem himself. And then like, you see his consequences, his consequences come. Dobby 
it's his biggest consequence. His his oldest son is a fucking villain, you know, and that's that's his consequence. So that's why like all these young fans who hate like Horikoshi for writing Endeavor in, in that certain light. I'm like, dude, like let They're needed. Uh, these characters are needed in the show. Like you see, you see that meme, like let him cook. Like this is exactly yeah. where I, I was like, like let let Horikoshi yeah, cook, let, man. Let, let him, him cook. cook, man. Let him cook because he's, he's writing a good character, and that's why I said with, with Endeavor and Makugo, like these are the characters that are so well written. And again, back to Guel. Guel is going to be that type of character. You he's, know, he's going to be the character that you hate to love at the end, or you love um, to hate it. Well, no, um, you're 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 already kind of in that way because again, when you when in episode three when he's fighting. And it's the AI fighting and not him. He's like, has his own pride. He's like, <clears throat> he's, and, and then he finally breaks free. And then his, in the last scene of the battle, he's like, you know, this is, he's like, this is my fight. Only my fight. Like, like no one's going to fight this for me. Like, right. he's like, I'm, I'm not fighting for you guys. I'm fighting for me. And that's where he's like, okay, you're, you're, you're an asshole, but you have, you know, you, you mean well. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's got his own sense of pride and his own like his own merit that he has to follow. Yeah, he doesn't with. he doesn't want anyone to fight his fights for him. So yeah, um, but you know I don't want to go too far into the theory crafting yet because we haven't really gotten there. But this is gonna have m major implications in season two. I mean, yeah, season two. Oh yeah, dude. I, I, I think I, I think I think Guel is gonna definitely play a big part in the next coming season. Like. I, I, he's he his character arc is the one I want to watch the most. No, like actually, it it got to that point for me, man. So I remember uh, when they were trying to recruit pilots to fight uh, Grassley, when Soleta came and asked, uh, or he she ran into Guel and asked him to fight with them. I thought this guy was gonna say yes, and I was like, yo, it's, here we go. But then he he declines. I'm like, fuck. It's like, come on. <laughs> I just I I want like I want to see him get a dub. I want to see him like succeed. I, I like, think if anything, he might go to them and ask them. Well, I think after this, I think he might ask Saleta's squad like, "Hey, let me let me join you guys." Well, okay, so is it okay to theorycraft a little with, with Guo? Since we're on the Guo topic, yeah. yeah. So his brother Lauda is is actually a half brother. Um, oh, the the younger one. I yeah, I forgot about him. The yeah, younger one. He. My theories, um, he's gonna come to resent um, Guel for killing their dad. Yep. As you can tell, he respects. I think it's still their his dad, but he just has a different mom. But you can so, see, like his younger brother is the one that, like, like, like very much like Guel. Like he follows orders, but he doesn't like disobey like Guel. Like he's yeah. to the T. Like he obeys everything. Yeah. So. They're they're gonna end up fighting. <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fight, and I think Guel's gonna have nowhere else to go but to uh to the Earth House. Um, yeah. Man, I'm I'm so I'm so I'm so excited for season two, man. <laughs> okay, well let's let's wrap up this this the season talking and then get to theory crafting because I think most the most of our conversation will be in theory crafting. Um, dude, at, at the end, like when they get attacked, and then like. Uh, you see Mirane, like, because this is where I like Mirane's character arc, too. Like, you see, like, she hated her dad for the longest time. And then he, yeah, she sees him get hurt. And then yeah. you really see that she loves her dad. Even though she's That's what like, I liked. She's, she's again, soon today with it. She's like, you know, like, you, know, you don't get to die on me and stuff like that, you know. It's just. I, I, I digress a little. 
these characters are written so well. These like every every one of them to me, every one of them, uh, all all aspects of the story we have. There's no one. Well, maybe some of the uh the supporting Earth house characters and all the other houses, but of all the sub main characters that we have, like it's like they're they're deep. None of them are a shell. Even Choo Choo, like she's like, um, you know, she is holding. Um, I really love what she says when she she freaking clocks that that uh that girl. She gets in that oh, fight and just like, yeah, fucking Dexter. Oh, just the sound of that punch was so satisfying. But she says like, uh, "You're not carrying the hopes and dreams of you know, of your planet, you know, because she knows that like, her planet's success is riding on her shoulders to, you know, to succeed and do well, you know. So seeing that like, uh, that she has to hold that responsibility and how well she carries it, like." she has no room to be like a bitch about it so she's she she's just she's a hard ass yeah, dude, she's, i love like, her choo-choo's all work man like she, she, she's yeah. serious about her shit like and that's why i liked her character like because even she tells the letter like look we gotta we got we got shit to do we gotta like do this now like she's very focused on her tasks but yeah you know to, to, to carry on like with uh the end of season one man it's just you know, after they fight and like i, I do want to touch up on this too because this is when like we see ariel use the gun the all the gun bits form together and make mm. like the big weapon for it. I I think this is the first time we see that, right? Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but like if you look at Ariel's armor, Ariel got an upgrade. I see. I, you mentioned this. I have to go back and watch that now because I forgot. Like, a, I don't like. So she got a Ariel got a whole new look when that scene happened. Well, not really a whole new look. It's just like you know, you know, some armor upgrades and uh, the bigger gun and stuff like that. Because normally, she but that was all from like, the gun bits, though, right? yeah okay but even i think even like the samora on the on the chest piece too mm -hmm. i mean it's kind of like not exactly as drastic as like you know wing gundam to gundam uh uh to wing zero it's not not as drastic as that but it does it, it did get some that's that's kind of why i i posted that to my story that one time like because the uh the earth which goes into um the where ariel is and then you see like uh ariel light up and like like holy shit <laughs> it's different it's alive uh, <laughs> yeah but. dude okay but let, let's get through this i i do yeah, want to start there, theorizing yeah, right now so so at the end uh Mirne saves her dad and you know wait hold on how because we're, we're talking about like this is the end credit so how did we're, we're, the, season we're, one ends after ariel fights right that's where it ends yeah after the the mercs leave after so they um yeah so Sileta or ariel and Sileta they fire off that huge shot and then everyone leaves because um they think you know they think that they've done their job already yeah. um so but there's like implications uh, that the, those mercenaries will come back to like especially the, like sophie and them they're, oh they, they're gonna be back yeah, because Sophie's be already like her eyes are on Suleta because uh, right away like, she she was the one that like, oh you know you're it's like Toga from My Hero like she finds Deku or Udaraka like oh that's who you are I found you now so I'm gonna let let's be together type thing you know so that's why like I, I can't wait to see when Suleta and her go off again one v one because it's yeah. just the two witches with their mobile suits fighting but then like 
you know, even like I believe it was this this ending episode where where Saleta was communicating, right? Or it was a prior where she was communicating with the gun bits. Um, that, that was during the Grasty fight. Okay. Because she was although like, the 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 one v five, right? Yeah, because she cause okay. they they used the antidote to knock out the um the the gun format, but then she was talking with with uh, Ariel. And Ariel comes right, and then that's mind. when Ariel like went off and did its own thing. Yeah. yeah, but we will we will get to that in, in, momentarily. So pretty much after after that fight scene happens, and then you didn't I didn't know that there was a post credit scene. You know, very very typical Marvel fashion. Like I should have stayed after the credits, but I didn't. I thought once it was done, it was what, it. No, what, what, did I tell you to go back and watch it? Yeah, you told you told me to go back because I because yeah. after season one ended, I was like, yo, that's so cool, like. Saleta uh, got the up oh, or Ariel man. got the gun upgrade, right? And then you're like, did you watch the ending? I'm like, yeah, that was the end. You're like, no, go after the credits. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, know, so- you, you know how I know you didn't watch it? Because <laughs> you, you weren't like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, if, if, if your reaction was, yeah, oh, that was badass. Like, no, you, you, you didn't finish watching it. And I, I, I'm gonna, I, I keep telling Philip this too. Like, Philip, I can tell you haven't watched it yet because. <laughs> Because you haven't, like, texted me, like, what the actual fuck. So, the, the post credit scene. Mjorne is oh. saving her dad. There's still some merc- mercenaries left. You know. And then you see uh, Ariel come in and splat. You know, and, and before we do touch upon this, I do want to mention this as well. Like, we keep skipping over a lot of important things. But the we, talk. Yeah, we skipped over. Yeah. The, the, but the um, talk between Ariel and her mom. Like, or Suleta and her mom, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Salada so, so and her mom, and, and Prospero has like this Winter Soldier esque phrase that she tells her, like, exactly. you, know, you run, you run, you gain one, you move forward, you gain two. And I love this quote because it's I it's like you, a good, even, it's very good I even, mantra, bro. I even wrote it's it like, down. It's it's very like go beyond plus ultra. Yeah, it's a very good mantra. But until you find out that it's a conditioning phrase, I know. <laughs> But it, I didn't memorize it in Japanese, man. I'm like, God damn it. it dude, it, it's... You see what Prospera is doing, though. Like, this is... Yeah. The, again, when we theorize, we'll touch upon this. But you see that <laughs> she tells Soleta, like, fine. It's fine to run. You'll survive. But if you move forward, you know, you'll... Not only will you survive, but you can help others. And, like, this phrase plays out throughout the whole series, all right? It so does. It carries the it, show. It really does. It it, it it makes Saleta Saleta thinks of this phrase when she's whenever she's in doubt, whenever she mm-hmm. doesn't believe in herself, whenever she's in a battle. You know, it's like she, this help carries her in a positive manner up until where we get to this final scene where she saves Mirene. And in her mind, after saving Mirene because of that phrasing, she's like she comes out the suit, blood is all over her. She's like, Mirene, I'm here to help you with her hand ha- extended out and she's smiling. And she's smiling. It's like, no. And the blood is like, they do so well with that animation. Like, seeing like, you're It's like the contrast of the tomato, though. You, you notice that, you right? Know, the the yeah. blood. And I, the I was tomato. actually going to get into that because yeah. um, right after, uh, I showed you this already, but right after that episode, one of my favorite artists, uh, Nitty2D, he's really into the show too. And, uh, I follow his tweets and translate them, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but he's he posted that scene and he posted this, the tomato tomato flavored uh, ch- chips, and these are actually good. 
But it's like not the best time to be advertising to <laughs> tomato flavored chips. But but you know, just you, you see what Slutta does and what she thinks is an act of good. Like I saved my friend. Mm, she right, was gonna yeah. get killed. I saved them. And so she she did what she thought was right. She 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 attacked that person with Ariel using Ariel. But in Mirane's mind, it's like, bro, what the fuck did you just do? You killed yeah, someone. She, like she's she calls her like a murderer. Like and then it just cuts like, off there. I mean, it's like it's it's a very, oh man. It's such a ghastly and haunting scene. Like, like I, I used to like just th while I'm waiting for the next episode to come out, I would just watch clips and I would watch, um, you know, rewatch episodes because it's just like I love the show. I get excited. I get a lot of hope watching it. But after this, bro, I couldn't, I couldn't watch anymore. <laughs> like I couldn't go back and like watch my favorite scenes from the previous episodes because just how like much the scene haunted me because they do so well with like this the cinematography of it to let you know that this is very twisted it's like out of, like kind of like out of a horror anime aspects kind of oh yeah like because because you wouldn't and uh, like i said before like th this is where it got very attack on titan for me like and that's why I, when i texted you after watching the post-credit scene i was like bro where was this when I needed this, man? Like <laughs> this is what I wanted to see throughout the whole fucking show, and it wasn't. It wasn't until the fucking end that this I happened. Was, I t was telling you. I was telling everyone who doubted the show. I was like, just, just hang on. Just, just, just stick with it. It will not disappoint you in that regard. You want something deep and dark? It's, it's, it's gonna happen. Like you think the show is too lighthearted? Just wait. But like this was, this was my only like. I guess thing I disliked about Gundam it was like it took so long to get to this point. Like I, I honestly think like they could have cut back on the whole school stuff. But I, storytelling wise, I get it because it's mostly world building because you want to know the politics and who the houses right. are and stuff like that. But once it got to this moment, and then it was the season finale, I was just like, "What the fuck, bro? Like it's like why, why, why do y'all gotta play me like that?" To where because I was doubting this whole this series this whole time and just watching it for the sake of it up until where that happens and then like you just see now because now after what Saleta did imagine like what what's gonna happen when she meets up with the other house members you know oh and even with Nika because we find out that you know because we, we learned that Nika's the traitor I want to talk about and then one of the earth, then, one of the earth house people catches yeah, her Mart Mart oh, yeah. okay see I I knew we were missing something important because she's the one that calls off the fight the battle. She tells the the, the mercenaries. She, she, like, she signals to the mercenaries, you know, hey, you know, we're allies here, you know. Yeah. So don't and attack us, like, or at least don't attack the spot. Yeah. And then so that's, that's when, like one of the. You know, I I wrote a list of like uh, my burning questions, and one of them at the top of it is what's Nika's deal with the Grassley House? Because you can tell that she doesn't want to be where she is. She's kind of like being held against her will to do something. There's something being held against her. Uh, in order for her to want to do that, um, but you know that's gonna that's gonna come through, and it's just like, well, what's gonna happen now? Like, what's there's so much that uh, it, it, questions that are just floating in the in the ether right now that I, I can't wait to see how the show is gonna resolve them. Um, but yeah, because uh, when you first meet her, she's like she's the first person that that uh, that helps. 
Saletta. So you're like, oh, yeah. she's 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 a really good person. Um, and you even see her like get scolded for being an Earthling by uh, people at the school, you know. Um, and she's like, she's in a real tough place because, you know, even though she's low key helping out uh, Grassley's uh, house, Grassley, she's also still under the stigma of being a a, a, a you know an earthling and it's you kind of like sympathize for her but you also kind of like like what do you like you also kind of hate her because she's like because yeah, she's playing she's like, double agent bro like because yeah it's because like like i was saying like she, that's grimy shit you know because she's she's with the house earth house and then like she's giving all the data to the shadik and his team yeah you know exactly. she's telling them like this is what we're doing this is who who we're with and this is what and we're planning connects, she connects them to the uh the earth which is the the mercenaries yeah. so this is that's why like i i don't feel bad for her as much but i i, I do my question is like it's just it's more so just the why like yeah what 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 is it that that makes you work with shadik and his team and not focus on your fellow earthlings you know and and so right. her being caught at that moment i was like Yes, someone caught her. Like someone See, caught I'm, her lying ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm slightly, I'm slightly impartial. I, I will admit that I'm guilty of of having favoritism because she's the voice of uh of uh, Rika from um Gridman. Oh, that's and okay. I, okay, I, 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 I'm, I'm 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 a fan of Rika. So <clears throat> just just the way that like she has just a, a really like down to earth type of, of voicing. So um. Uh, before we get into the the, the theories, uh, I, I, actually, one thing that drew me to the show while we're on that topic is t two two things drew me to the show: her voice, and then also finding out that Yosobi is doing the opening. If you want to start your own podcast like Spoiler Force, then sign up with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has helped hundreds of thousands of users like me to begin their podcasting journey. With easy-to-use tools, you can effectively get your podcast into different platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and more. You can view your stats, create audio clips, and even have your own podcasting website. Buzzsprout offers ideas, tips, tricks, and tutorials to help you improve your podcast. Follow the link below, and once you sign up, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. This will let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and will also support Spoiler Force Podcast. If you want a simpler way to record both video and audio for your podcast, then sign up with StreamYard. StreamYard is the perfect program to create podcasts, host live streams, and even do video calls. There are many tools that can help you create and design your own personal studio. You can screen share, read live comments, and stream to different destinations like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can also download your video and audio once you're done with your recording session. Follow the link below, and once you sign up with the basic or pro plan, you'll earn a $10 credit to use for StreamYard. Happy podcasting. We can segue this into the theory because like the the opening and the music video itself for uh Yasubi song mm -hmm. there's, there's so lot, much there's a easter eggs in there in yep dude i that's what like like that's why i love the song so much bro i i, I can watch that video over and over again because there, there's so many easter eggs and so many parallels in, in just Yasubi's song and you know like and, and they're they're uh, known for doing this too they're they're known for like they're not just Taking a song that they wrote and oh yeah, here's the song that we wrote. You can use it for the opening. No, the show writers went to Yo Asobi and said, "Hey, we want a song 
here's the story and they write a song about because they did, did the same thing for b stars like uh one of the ending songs um still one of my favorite songs uh yasashi's suesi uh it, it, it pretty much sh tells you what happens uh and then once you realize that they're talking about the people in the show you're like holy shit like it's not just a song they're they're they even incorporate the the characters names into the song kind of like kind of like puns in the song i mean but japanese on... writing is is way different from english writing so oh, it, it <laughs> but like to 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 continue with with Yoasumi's opening song man like it, it's i i personally liked it a lot more than the, i know you like the ending more but i i like the opening a lot more than the ending but just mm -hmm. the music video man like there was just so many hints of airy suleta and ariel man like it shows all three just of them because of watching that video that's why i was like man what i would i've been theorizing like crazy i thought i got that, that, that i forgot yeah. when i texted you this but I, there was a night where i was like texting you all my ideas of what could yeah, possibly be between airy ariel and, and suleta because what we think right now is that suleta is a clone this is what me and you think or at least do you still think that because i think she's still a clone um but i think you so know, too but see the thing my my thing is like i i think airy is different from suleta i'd say it's different from elan's situation i think that possibly that suleta is still a part of airy but they're like two different entities kind of so i th i think that maybe maybe what suleta is is just is what is what's left of airy and that's why like, i i i'm i'm assuming that maybe cuz a lot of the theories I, that I was watching today at work. <laughs> a lot of the theories assume that Ariel is Ari, because even in the light, even in that light novel, it gets all in yeah. Ariel's perspective. Ariel's like, and you know, I'm the I'm the big sister. Uh, Suleta comes it, to me, and we, we talk all the time. It, it know, gives so she's observing like, everything. Yeah, it, it gives so much human characteristics and human human personalities to what is supposed to be. An inanimate object it's supposed to just be a machine you know that doesn't mm -hmm. think it's a gundam a robot uh but they give so much voice so much concern to it even even at the point where like uh one of my favorite, favorite parts is when in, in cradle planet is when ariel's telling Soleta like run like run run like and saying like telling her mom like you know don't use her as a tool for revenge like she's innocent she has n no part in this that really like spoke out to me uh yeah it's there's some pretty wild theories that i have so well i mean just we could just get right into it because i i i would just start off with mine because like i i think that um just to kind of piggy off that because because I, I do think that airy is 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 ariel but i don't think that like I said, I think they're just different entities, though. I, I think they're still the same person, just different bodies. I, I don't know how this works, but I do know that, uh, <laughs> from what I read, that the gun bits, the, the theory of the gun bits was, like, pieces of, I guess, the soul, right? I guess there was a theory that said, like, all the gun bits that's, that belongs to Ariel are souls of, I guess, the people or possibly clones of, of Ari or Soleta. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, whenever Soleta pilots Ariel, she's able to communicate. And it, it doesn't affect her because it's like part parts of her is in that Gundam, mm -hmm. you know. So I, and that's why the AI or the modification doesn't harm her because it's her. And but right. see, and, and then you go back to the beginning of the prologue where when Ari was playing in the Gundam and like when she connected with the 
nothing happened to her. Mm-hmm. You know, even when her folks were using the, the Gundam the first like the first few times, they got hurt. I think it was Saleta's mom lost her arm. Pros- Prospera lost her arm mm-hmm. trying to pilot the Gundam, and then her dad got got affected by it too. So it is it's these are questions that are not answered yet in the series. But I I'm thinking that I'm, eventually, I faith they're they're gonna explain everything. I, I'm I'm thinking eventually that whatever this reveal is at the end, the Saleta that we're seeing in this show, it, it she's not the real one. Like she's not the character that was in the prologue. Yeah. It's not. Um, and if I can just piggyback off of yours and give give my theories, is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. Um, couple thing, couple things to note. If I recall correctly, um, I don't remember them saying how, um, how, um, Elnora lost her arm. Um, oh, okay. She, they just showed that she lost her arm, and uh, the professor helped her. Um, in episode two, when uh, you first see Prospera and she's speaking to the panel, um, and defending her, uh, defending Ariel, she mentions that she lost her arm uh, in a mining accident in in Mercury. Um, I don't think that's a lie. I think that's true. Because the whole movement for Gundam is to... Um, so one thing that's always prevalent in, in Gundam series is... Uh, <clears throat> it's far-fetched, but I'm gonna, it's going to come full circle. Um, usually, Earth is running out of resources. And so there is a need to go to outer space because Earth's limited resources. So, uh, and then they kind of realize that, you know, it's inhabitable, inhabitable and not possible to sustain living in, you know, space. Hence the need for the Gundam. Um, now, what would I even start with this? Right off the bat, I think Aerie is Ariel. Oh. Her, uh, maybe her body or her, or just her mind, uh, fused with, so one, one thing about Gundam is it's all about the permit. And whenever you see the blue light, that means, it means the permit score is is rising above a certain level. Um, when you see Sileta's dad, uh, Ares' dad fighting, um, when he gives his last breath, um, his permit, the data storm, he, turns blue um and then when he dies he, he goes into a tunnel vision with with blue light around it so my theory is that when you go above a permit score you completely fuse with the whatever um uh the, the gundam format but if you're not if you don't have the correct format or the formula then you pretty much just die in the process so i think since Ari was able to do that. She successfully fused with the Gundam format. And then going back to Cradle Planet, they mentioned that there that there's um there's no children on the planet. Um I forget if they ever mentioned why, but my theory is that the kids from Mercury are the gun bits. Mm-hmm. Um and that 
uh, because maybe they found uh, the right format with Lifrith uh, and Aerie, maybe Prospera going there was saying, you know, hey, we can save your children type thing. Because maybe the children aren't sustainable. Maybe this, the children just can't survive in um, on Mercury and in the, you know, whatever the harsh environments are. Um, so that, that that's my theory with the gun bits um, is that it's the children from children from Mercury and uh, Aerie is probably a clone because we, we we've why else would they let us know that cloning is a thing mm-hmm. because they, they they not really cloning but wait like, Aerie's the, the clone or Celeta's the clone uh Celeta's the clone Aerie is the real is, one Aerie's the real one and she's she's either like fully 100% fused with Ariel or her body is still somewhere else but her mind is um I'm thinking her mind, her mind is in, or her mind or her soul is in Ariel. Yeah, is in Ariel. And then like, is the body. It, it it could be that, but they, if if we're gonna go based off of what they've already showed us, it's it's not so much of the, you know, body. It's not so much like of body jumping. It's more of like, because uh, Elon <laughs> tells his clone like Ginyu from way. Dragon Ball. <laughs> <change>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's not. Uh, there's a certain term for that, like like body hijacking or whatever. Uh huh. Um, but he specifically tells it, and I, I remember because I was like, when I found out episode six, the the plot twist there, I was like, I need to go back and watch, listen to every single thing that they say, because uh, what Elon tells his surrogate is that, um, you know, that's why we gave you that face. So he mentions that like it's not so much of a cloning thing it's like you were somebody else but we just gave you this face and i but, we but it could be that. different for Sleta though i don't think that it's like it, it could it, it could be but it's the fact why else would they show us that in in my mind it's like why else would they throw us this little easter egg and let us know that this is this is all kind of possible if it's not going to play out somewhere else in this you know right. if it's not going to foreshadow something else otherwise it's just kind of like useless information and if they really just leave it as like useless information i think they they kind of drop the ball with the the storytelling well I, okay um, I, I i'm coming from an angle where i I'm, I'm thinking that elon's situation is different because it was unsuccessful like, I, I think maybe when they were experimenting with them they're using like other other kids other kids bodies but yeah. i'm thinking with with ari, ari and Soleta, i think she was successfully cloned from the original body like like they were able to extract DNA from the original body and experiment and make like a very organic body versus like Elon where like they, they just copy and I mean, pasted maybe, a face. Maybe maybe it wasn't a failure. Maybe maybe it actually was a success too, if if that's the case. Uh, but the thing is that so, um, so hang on. So one thing that we don't know yet, we do know that like Bell is uh the surrogate, um. Elon's quote-unquote mother because we, we we see when he's having his flashbacks he finally gains regains some memories that it's it, uh-huh. that it is her uh and so that's when he finally comes to peace that like you know I have had someone there by my side this whole time you know because he mm-hmm. always just felt alone um so I don't know we'll have to see um <clears throat> so okay, well, either... what do you think of what do you think of the whole cryopreservation then because that was another theory too that like maybe uh prospera like preserved her own body and aries body 
that's which that's is why, which is why they look younger than they should be. That that that's that's an that's a a possible theory. I I don't know if they're gonna get into that. Uh, but it is possible that it's just uh, a whole like um what is it interstellar kind of thing where like time time well no, see because because the 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 video i watched today was saying like with the whole time on mercury thing it, it still wouldn't work on mercury because mercury moves too fast i think they said that 88 days is a year in mercury mm -hmm. but if it was on venus it'd make more sense there's like the there's like maybe a, a plus or minus a couple of days or so but then like the rotation of venus matches more of the timeline with with uh aries like age versus getting... being on mercury <laughs> i'm glad so... someone brought that up because like yeah well that could possibly debunk it or unless they're just going to do plot armor with that um i mean that that theory? just looking into it like scientifically i'm not a scientist yeah, or yeah. anything but like that's what the video i watched said that which is a good thing because that, that would be a good plot device to make no, what yeah, if this whole it, time it, like it they were in they were on venus this whole time and like because because no one would think that they were on venus this whole time right because the, the battle was between mercury and earth no one's gonna assume that like they were sitting in venus the whole time like oh yeah we were surviving on here <laughs> we, we were okay yeah <laughs> so one other theory that i am not a fan of i hope it's not true but i can't deny that it could possibly be true because someone did the math and mentioned that um what if uh airy um uh is prospera and just did the face swap oh and then that suleta she is took just... her mom's she took her mom and role instead yeah because the, the the math might add up there possibly um and then but then how would Suleta... that explain suleta though like, Saleta is probably could just be another another kid that they, um, you know, depending on how the 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 face swapping and body swapping thing uh is explained, maybe that's just another kid from Mercury, uh, and then possibly. they they in, you know injected um Aries appearance and personality and because one thing we one thing we do notice though when uh we look at elon is that he did have trouble remembering things mm -hmm. so maybe the whole process does disrupt their um their memory or, or whatnot well, that's the thing too though because even with Saleta's character she, she never really talks about her past all she really yeah, talks about she, just being with her mom which, and then like she, she mentioned talk her. about the uh the yeah. fortune telling oh yeah we, we'll get to that in a bit but like she, she mentions she just remembers being with her mom and then you know calling her her older sister which is like another big theory that it's airy you know but okay there was one more theory that that i i ran into today when i was at work was there, it's kind of just like way off left field but then they said that it could be that what if soleta was the sibling of of airy well like when <clears throat> But like the age, the age thing though still doesn't match up. But then it's not too far off either though. Like she could still pass as a high schooler. It it, it could, and and here that's actually one thing with the the fortune telling because she, when she's throwing rocks out, she's like, uh, like there's 
And she points at one of the big rocks and saying, like, is this, uh, there's someone who's really big and close, there's someone close to you that's really big. Like, do you have any siblings? And Celeste says, no. And that's kind of why a lot of us think that, <clears throat> or it's, 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 it would be easy to think that they are related to some degree. Maybe the siblings because they share the same genes or whatnot. Um, but it's, that's kind of a, has, has to be a pure reference to Ariel. Yeah. Um, so technically, if you were a clone, I guess you would be a, a sibling. I mean, it just depends. I guess it's all perspective on it. Like, I think if, for example, if I was if I was cloned, technically, mm -hmm. I would I wouldn't look at him as a sibling. But I think, like experimentation wise, like you would you would say like there's like they're siblings because they're well, you're same DNA gene genetically. Yeah, like, genetically, you're the know. same DNA. So you cannot deny that this person is either you or like a part of you so I, I think sibling is i guess the best word to kind of phrase that to where like how can you name someone that is a copy of you without calling them a you know fucking well, copy? The, thing is, like, <laughs> the, the, the thing is like the what's her i'm gonna find her name the uh, fortune teller girl she's she mentions uh her name was i mean didn't she mention like a bunch of other kids too at one point or yeah was it just that so. and then she also mentioned and it's worth mentioning that she says like two two things um and i hate it because I, I got into an argument with some people on on reddit over this <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <clears throat> of course cause they because they uh, um because <clears throat> when ariel sees a picture of uh of the professor <clears throat> granny she doesn't remember her she has no recollection of, of oh when Saletta is looking at the, the picture of her, um, no recollection. She's like I've never seen this, I've never like I've never seen this person, and she doesn't remember her dad dying, and I hate it because people were saying oh she was four years old, how can she remember? I'm like, like that would be, oh, I'm gonna say this now that would be shit writing. If if you're just gonna like write off certain coincidences by saying, oh they just forgot, it's like oh my god what shit writing. So that's that has to play into this into uh, the part somehow that Saleta doesn't remember them has to be some kind of evidence that there's something going on. Um, so I, I haven't I haven't looked into that at all. But yeah, that makes sense. I think that that makes sense because like I like I said, like they they've never the or the show has never like got into the background of Saleta either. We have no background. There's yeah a complete mystery at this moment. Um. And, uh, you know, again, I was, this is the rabbit trail I was going down. This is the exact rabbit, rabbit hole I was going down on after episode six. Cause I was just <laughs> piecing everything together. I'm like, okay, Ellen doesn't remember. Um, and Saleta doesn't remember. Maybe they're both clones cause they both have trouble remembering stuff. Um, and then, you know, fast forward, um, Elon was doing what he was being told to do. And so was Saleta. Oh. Well, I just, I, I guess before we do just wrap things up, man, I, I, I just hope that this upcoming season just answers at least a quarter of the questions that we have. Because, like I said, there's so many things going on with, with the, the, the houses, Guel, Shadik's, uh, you know, what he's doing behind the scenes, the Earth mercenaries, and then we had the main plot, Suleta, Prospera, and Mirane. You know, and, there's, and there's just... Oh, one one thing one house that we haven't seen much from 
anymore, which I think is going to have a big part in this upcoming uh, season, is uh, Pale House, Elon's house. Okay. Because man, the 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 um the girls who lead that, they're the ones who like they're wearing that cap. Uh, like they they look bold, <clears throat> and they're the uh-huh. ones who they're the ones who said kill off uh that subject. So oh, they okay. are really fucked up. Um, and I think they're gonna have they they're gonna have a you know a bigger role upcoming too because you know uh the Jetsark house girls house is kind of like falling apart right now. Grassley's not exactly falling apart, but we you see them like being kind of divided by uh Shadik's dad and Shadik himself. They both want different things. Pale's mm-hmm. the only one we just we we don't know anything about their motives yet so honestly they they might be the um you think they're the main uh, villains maybe if not the main villains then they might be like the last uh you know how like there's usually like the last enemy that you know of and then the real enemy reveals himself oh okay okay. they're probably gonna be that like that last line of defense before we find the real um conflict um that's my theories i i can go on for like hours no i i just i I think that you know because we can go on with theories but there's just so much unanswered things which is why like i don't want to because we can go on forever with with what we think and what could possibly happen but until what until it actually happens we'll we'll never know and that's why like i i I just want to leave it off at where we're at now because i think what we have going what our thoughts on right now kind of lines up with what season two could possibly be because we we might the things we talked about in, in in this in this episode for the podcast i think there might be topics that we might we might have been just way far off. No, yeah, because no. uh, <laughs> I, I agree. Because we don't, like I said, we don't know. Everything's up in the air right now. And right now, like, they ended it off at such a high note to where, like, we don't know where they're going to pick back up from. Are, are, are yeah. we going to see when Yerne calls Saleta the murderer? Or are we going to see Prospera come first? Or, or are we going to see Guel come first? Like, it, there's so many minor things that could all appear in this first episode so i i don't want to say too much either because like i i am I'm, I'm waiting for it we have less than a month before the show drops again so <laughs> i i'd rather just wait until season two picks back up and then we can cr- probably just i'll dm you or something and, and then after the season ends we'll pick back up on another review episode but Man. <clears throat> i i gotta say I, I'm just overall I thought the show was just fantastic I'm pretty sure we missed out on a lot of things probably you know misconstrued certain timelines but all in all me and you Michael dude like I'm, I'm glad that you forced me to watch this because like I, I would I'm not as hype as you are bro but I'm I can't wait for season two like I I, I want to see what's next <laughs> I'm just glad you watch it like I, I I throw a lot of anime your way or a lot of things to watch your way and and you're like, yeah, I'll put on. But you do the same to me. So, it, in all fairness, we're like, oh, we'll put them on our list. But I'm just uh, for real. I'm glad you watch it because number one, I know how you know you would easily jump into theories too. And also, I just, dude, no one's watching this anime. Like nobody. No, that's what I'm it. saying. It's so good. Well, it do- it doesn't help that it that it had a lot of comp. It had very steep competition. Uh, Spy uh, X Family, you know, Core Two, Chainsaw Man, um, you know, those dropped the same season. So it's like, it's it's compared to those, it's hard to keep up with the hype of those because you have huge fan followings for both of them. But with Gundam, there's no source material, so no one's like 
no one knows anything about it. I, I, think, I think maybe that's why, like, I'm not saying it fell off. Maybe that's why there was a lot of less interest in the show because because well, that, there's no source material. There's no manga. That, and not a lot of people are into mecha anime. Um, that's true. Think about like think about like what's become popular these days. It's just it's just your typical shonen with the tournament arc and uh, beach episode. Yeah, all that, and <laughs> you know, just um, <clears throat> just the hype shit. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are they're they're good anime, uh, but like it's it's different for them. And then also with it being different, and if people are curious about it, they're not gonna want to see like a high school anime. But it's mm-hmm. just like it's disguised as a high school anime. Um, <clears throat> I I'd so. say I mean like okay, well, what are what are just your overall thoughts then like just all, all in all of season one like after what we discussed like what what what, what would you say I mean, what, what 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 can you say about just the overall season for Witch and Mercury? I would say the only again the only qualm I have with it was uh. Guel deserved more, like, more time and more effort put into his, uh, you know, him killing his, his dad, him accidentally killing his dad. Because that happened within, like, a matter of minutes. It wasn't even, like, a long battle. It was, like, maybe, mm-hmm. like, two minutes at most. And I'm like, like, he, I felt he was robbed. And I can understand that because, like, you know, they, they were really behind. And this is kind of one of the reasons why I said that, like, I, I hate that it's only it's only going to be a 12 episode season because like yeah with 12 episodes some parts of it are going to be rushed and i really hope that they take their time i would rather them take their time and do a good job uh and you know not have anything rushed than to meet a certain deadline that's kind of one of the things i I hate that kills the um certain parts of the anime industry uh, are those deadlines um aside from that now it's not necessarily a small thing not a big thing but aside from that 10 out of 10 <laughs> like every like every game the production the direction and and the misdirection the character investment it, it it really pays off the more you invest in the characters um uh i think so too um the emotion too i'm, I'm very <clears throat> very emotional and i really like shows that can evoke an emotion uh, out of me i felt a lot of mixed feelings in good ways um watching this uh um even the, the music to you Asobi, and uh the ending man i i i jammed to the the ending credits so hard um <laughs> but yeah no i i i i'm probably gonna get put on a pitchfork for this but i would okay so probably the same level of hype as chainsaw man wait it came out yeah it came out the same it's around the same i think it came out a little bit before chainsaw but it's around that same season yeah yeah i don't know i i, I guess it just all depends on who's on who the viewer is i i, I honestly yeah. think that gundam was made for a, like an, a, an older audience i guess definitely it's, it's, for sure an older audience like, because or it didn't, more like, like mentally me- mentally and emotionally mature like yeah like it's it's not going to be your typical like you know power friendship and you know right so, like because that's why like you know for shows like jjk and, and, and chainsaw man and like you know my hero like they, they, they have their tropes already like we we know what to expect out of these shows 
But for Gundam, it was just like, are we going to see the robots fight like crazy or is there more? I mean, typically Gundam always has like the political aspect in all their shows. Mm -hmm. So that that's expected, or at least from when I watch Gundam, any Gundam series, like that is, that's what's expected. Like there's going to be conflict and somewhere politically in, in oh, the yeah. show. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad that Witcher Mercury, like even though they did touch upon it, it wasn't like, it wasn't the face of the show. Like, it was just, I just, like I said, I, it's it's the Attack on Titan plot twist moments where I'm just like, God damn it, I want more. Like, like, like I said, I, I that's why like, I was so upset with, with the kids, man. I was like, dude, like, let these kids start killing each other. That'll make it a lot better. Like, let them just start killing each other. Dude, like, <laughs> instead of the whole friendship thing, like, I want to see them go at it. You know, so, <clears throat> I don't know what, I, I mean, I, I, I want more. I can't wait to, to see what they have in store. And I, I want season two to just like <clears throat> blow my mind because now that we know how Mjolnir thinks of Soleta, again back to this. Now that we know what Mjolnir thinks of Soleta, how are they going to recover from this? Right? How is this? How is that? How is this dynamic going to change? And you know, again with Prospera, dude, like the whole run, 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 run away, gain one, move forward, gain two. Like, how is this going to change? Saleta as well because now that we've seen this phrase being used for a good thing now that it's turned bad it backfired you know like I can't wait to see like what the whole conspiracy is for Saleta like yeah. I swear I, like she's she's gonna be freaking Bucky bro like you're gonna see like the, the flashback I, and <laughs> I think Saleta is gonna become aware of what's being done to her and she's gonna have to have that conflict <coughs> I think she's oh, yeah. to face her mom. Because, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. that was if, one theory. Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up to you. Like, that was one of the theories that, like, I wanted to talk about. Like, who is she going to fight? You, you, you said you said that pretty early on, too, which... Yeah, uh, like, she's going to fight her mom. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to the... To, if you translate the lyrics to the opening, uh, you'll also be songs. They mention of their, like, of them saying, like, we won't, like, we won't be a puppet anymore. And it it happens on the bridge. Oh, and this the second verse. Um, so I think that's some subtle wordplay to consider. Not just the open, not just the animation, but if you kind of like translate the lyrics, um, mm -hmm. there's there's like a deeper meaning. There's in it. there's there's a lot of. Uh, I don't want to say spoilers. Maybe spoilers, but there's a lot that is probably going to be relevant to the um, the series. So. Well, and then one, one last thing, because all these last minute thoughts are running in my mind right now. One last thing is that I think that we we all, we all now that now that we know that Ariel is where. I hope that they make Ariel like sentient. You can look at that, that that joke I told you, like how I compared her to Kurama to Naruto. Like, oh yeah, like Ariel <laughs> is Kurama. But I I I'm thinking that Ariel is going to be sentient and she's going to move on her own like th either she's gonna disobey Sleta or she's gonna disobey in a way to protect her yeah i think it's gonna come to some point like that too um because we already know that like maybe not actively and like physically sentient but she's you know Sleta Sleta is talking to Ari, and she seems mm -hmm. crazy when she's doing it <laughs> yeah no like, like, for real because like because when you watch the fights and she's like talking to the gundam like like it seems like she's talking to herself but she's really communicating with the with the gundam and, and like even, even Miorine is like 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 Saleta, like the fuck is wrong? It's with not you? real, you know. Like yeah. it's like when you it's like when you're talking to the game when you're playing the games like that, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like the kids do that shit, you know. When they're talking to the game when they're playing, it's like that. I still so, do that. 
<laughs> but I, I think on, on one last note, I, in the music video, I think the end of Yoasubi's music video, I think they show like you know how the how they kind of show Ariel at the end and like the, the the centerpiece blinks twice or something like that, and then they show mm-hmm. Ari's face in the reflection. I yeah. think that I think that is a a play on that Ariel is Ari. I, no, I think that's also a play. And it's it's also the whole like you okay naturally you just want to think oh it's just showing you know Celeste when she was younger and Celeste when she's grown up. But then, well, like even the, shows, in the music video when they're running side by side, like yeah, I love shows, that part, bro. Yeah. And then you see Ariel fly off and in, into the sky. Like I love that part because I honestly believe they're three of the same people. It's like a trinity no, thing. Like they're they're the I, same people. They're the same person. Yeah. I I I I think so too. I I I completely agree with that to some degree. I don't know how far down the, you know, the logical gymnastics are, but they're all <laughs> intertwined in some yeah. way, shape, or form. Um, Should we <laughs> watch? Watch it be like fucking Harry Potter and like she's like Voldemort, like oh, she has shit. all the Horcruxes, <laughs> and it's like all over the the galaxy. <laughs> oh Jesus. Like, oh my camera, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you do that pretty well. Fucking <laughs> like, Saletta's Voldemort this whole time. Oh my god, dude! Like that would be such a good twist, though. Like you find out at the very end, she's the villain. She's the Aaron of the show, bro. <laughs> you know, maybe it is. You know, I'll be honest. Like maybe it's, maybe. Ari is the one who's holding the grudge because she remembers what happened to um, her dad and everyone. She and she maybe... sees. I think it comes down to she she sees everything. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and, and that would be, be a big plot twist, man. Wouldn't that be like I'm saying like like she's she's trying to protect Zuleta because she's in it. Like she has no play in this. Yeah, but then she but the only way she can care, carry out her plan is by Zuleta. Like Zuleta is the only way she can carry out her plan. Yeah. So to protect her, she's not telling. She can't tell her everything. But well, then she. I, I, I was thinking more of on the lines that if Prospera really is Airy. Oh yeah, like maybe that that, that, if, and that if that's if that theory is true, then that will all come into play. I, I then that'll make sense. But then it, wouldn't it kick out the idea yeah. of how Ariel is sentient though? Yeah, because that that adds one more to the whole like Trinity. So man, I don't know. It's so crazy. <laughs> I could literally, like, there, there, there's, there's, there's very little things that I can get this like deep into like theory with, but it's just, oh, all in all, this is just really how much this, uh, Witch of Mercury like impacted me. Um, I haven't been this much into a series for a very long time. Um, so yeah, honestly, <laughs> you it's, should watch. it's it's Aaron right at the end, like all those Aaron memes. It's Aaron the whole time. <laughs> He's him, Zoro, and Anya, man. The the multiverse anime characters. Oh my god. <laughs> but what, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? I was gonna, I, I can tell you off camera, but like, you should watch Double O. Um, oh okay, okay. I, I I will tell you off to uh, off to boot. Like the character development is not as deep as uh, Witch of Mercury, and that's one of the reasons why I appreciate Witch of Mercury so freaking much. Because again. Characters are very well written. Uh, Double O, not so much, <clears throat> but the overall story—it gives you more time to focus on what's going on in the story 
uh, in the conflicts and everything. Um, really good, man. It, 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 I mean, you you would be able to watch it in the meantime until it comes out, but um, I know I know you're busy, but not highly recommend it, man. I probably will try to make time to watch it after when once I go on my break. So, um, but since yeah, but that 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 is a good way to kind of just end this episode. I I know yeah. we kind of like went on different tangents there for a few minutes there, but uh, overall, go watch Richard Mercury. Even after Please. you see, heard these spoilers, go watch it because it's just that good. Like for me to be like blown away by an anime that I don't think that that's the thing. The animes like this is what I respect the most. Like whether it's a slice of life, a shonen, a horror, like any anime that I have, like I go in there with like little to no expectations and that blow me away like this. I highly recommend that mm -hmm. any viewer go watch Witcher Mercury because that's what it was. Um, but also since, you know, since we're going to coming towards an end here, make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe to spoil for us. Go follow Michael on his art page, art by Cookie. Those, uh, links will be in the show notes and all that stuff. Michael, I swear you you gotta do a a Witcher Mercury print or something, man. Like even if you don't like Mecca, you gotta do something, man. You gotta uh, do something related to that I, show. I, I, At least draw gotta, Prospera, bro. I gotta figure <laughs> out a way to to work it in um <clears throat> and not get uh <coughs> not have the FBI on my front door. Well don't then don't draw the don't <laughs> draw the young characters, just draw Prospera. Uh probably yeah. Yeah, Prosper really is your, like best, your best bet. Here, so. Yeah, Prosper um, is your best bet to draw. But yeah, I, I, I am. I'll talk to you more about it later. But I, I'm working out some of the direction of my art and um, making some decisions on what I want to focus on and you know what I want to focus on less. So, but, but yeah, uh, yeah. So this is episode 153, folks. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Again, go follow Michael Art by Kooky on his Instagram page or Twitter. Um, there are tons of more episodes after this. Uh, make sure you guys go check out the uh, Waifu Expo videos. By the time this video drops, I'm pretty sure I'll have those interviews and, and the extra shit done for Waifu Expo. And then after this episode, I also have more guests coming um, so make sure you just follow the socials and get those announcements on there. Um, if there's anything that we've said that we missed or that you disagree on, please comment below in the YouTube comments or Facebook, Instagram, wherever you see the clips. Uh, give us your thoughts because I know that me and Michael went all over the place uh, uh, because there was just so much to remember and we could not wait to get our theories out. So forgive us on that but hopefully you guys enjoyed this review man because like i enjoyed talking about this and i guess like michael said we have no one to geek out about witcher mercury with so when when this opportunity came we kind of went above and beyond so i uh, you can tell by like <laughs> by how angsty you are like i can't wait to talk about it you know <laughs> But again, go make go go. Uh, you know, if you like this, make sure you like and share it with your friends. And um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. This is episode one fifty three of Spoil Force Podcast. Thank you so much, and have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give a review and rate Spoiler Force Podcast. If you want to get all Spoiler Force updates or even peeks at behind the scenes, you can join the Spoiler Force Discord community. And if you'd like to show support, give tips, 
recommendations, sponsorships, or any collaborations, you can email me at rickyvang92 at gmail.com.